You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Kentucky Podcast. We bring you info and insights on UK football and basketball. Stay informed by making us part of your morning or afternoon commute, just part of your daily routine. Listen and follow for free on Apple or Google Podcasts. Simply subscribe to Locked On Kentucky. I'm Dan Reefer with Fox 56. Kyle Tucker of The Athletic normally joins me on here, but uh, I had an interview with David Jones that he wasn't able to make. Uh, So I did an interview with David on Monday. And uh, it was it was an hour long, so we're turning it into to two different two different segments or two different episodes rather. Uh, Want to remind you that today's episode of Locked On Kentucky is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Uh, so a great conversation that I had with David Jones, the former Kentucky Wildcat. Uh, played from 2005 to 2008, uh, former Belfry star, won two state championships there, won three bowl games at UK. And now he is the head coach at Bourbon County High School. And before Bourbon County High School, last year was his first season as the head coach there at Bourbon County. But before that, he was at Phelps High School, which uh, is pretty much all white. Eastern Kentucky, I don't think they have uh, a black population at Phelps at all. And he was the head coach there for, I believe, two seasons before getting the job at Bourbon County. And on his staff at Bourbon County, uh, in case you didn't hear yesterday or Monday's episode, which I really encourage you to go listen to that. I mean, both of these, uh, the conversation with David Jones is just outstanding and very informative. But if you didn't hear yesterday's, Monday's, you missed that uh, David telling about his staff at Bourbon County High School. He's the head coach. Trevard Lindley, his former UK teammate, and former uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive back, All-American at UK. Javard Lindley is on his staff at Bourbon County. And Vincent Sweet P. Burns, old number 98 in blue and white. He is also on David Jones' staff at Bourbon County High School. So, very cool. Uh, he has another UK ex-UK player on his staff as well. So, anyway, let's uh, let's pick back up with our conversation that we had with uh, David Jones and uh, we'll continue along and have three segments of this. So uh, here you go. I had so much I wanted to ask you about. We didn't get to get through it all in the last episode. Uh, So I want to pick up with uh, some of the stuff we were talking about. Uh, And I I, I go to, I grew up in Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. So Corbin is, 15 minutes down the road. That's in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. That's where we would go for, uh, if you wanted to, to be able to go out to eat, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere you wanted, uh, you wanted to go cruising, mm-hmm. uh, or you, uh, just needed clothes or something. Everything was, everything was bigger there. Like the Corbin had the bigger stuff. Uh, like it was like the big city mm-hmm. for, for <laughs> us in Williamsburg. So, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in Corbin. We played him in, in football. Um, but Corbin had a reputation uh, as, as a place that was not welcome uh, to black people. Right. And they earned that reputation because in ni- where it all comes from is back in 1919, um, there were there was allegations that a, a white man was robbed by two black men. And 
that town formed a lynch mob and went out after knocking on every door and rounded up about 200 black people and got them, forced them onto a train headed out of town. And that was in 1919. Uh, Articles that I read uh, as recently as 2007, Corbin's black population was 10, Mm -hmm. 10 people. I've seen that. Well, there was uh, last week a video of rolling down Main Street in Corbin of, I don't know, maybe 100 Mm -hmm. uh, people standing there with Black Lives Matter signs. Uh, There was also uh, a rally in Pikeville. There's been rallies in Hazard. All over eastern Kentucky, rural Kentucky, there have been rallies. And that's never been the case. Right. Like, I I mean, I wasn't alive in 1960s. I I don't know what it was like then. I can't imagine there would have been that kind of support then. But it is there now. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, What do you make of that? Oh man, it just tells you, you know, how, how times has changed. Uh, and, um, not only that, it's just, you know, okay. So whenever if, if I don't know if you ever watched the movie, uh, Salem, but Wait, Sel- Selma, right? Selma. I said, Selma. Selma. Yes, Selma. I, yeah, Selma. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get my words backwards sometimes. Selma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so when, when, when that happened, and 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 America seen it because it was it was it was basically live stream at that time, and and America seen it. Okay, the white folks they it crushed them, and, and you'll see a part in the movie where they're they're crushed, like they're seeing all this and it makes them sick to. Themselves. And I'm talking about I'm not talking about the people in uh, in uh, that was in uh, Mississippi. I'm not talking about them. They wasn't. They was they was for it. I'm talking about the outside world of, of, of uh, as a whole in the United States, okay, and, and right. that's those that was that was crushed by it. And you watch the movie, and not only that, you know the real the real deal. After that, we started getting justice. The 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 you see in the movie that the president he, uh, I think it was Johnson at the time after Kennedy had got killed. Yeah, uh, you know he had uh he. He had seen some things. He had met with Martin Luther King. All kinds of all kinds of great, great things. But now that I see that when this George incident happened, okay, America seen it. Uh, right. You know, America seen it, and and it just brought out, you know, brought out within them like what's like we talked about in in the last podcast, like what's in your heart, what's in their heart, and. You know, I don't think every, you know, white person is a racist. I don't think every cop is a bad cop. You know, all black people is not criminals and, and things like that, you know. Right. And, and that goes to show you, you know, hey, look, look what's happening uh, in America. And, and that just shows you like places like rural Kentucky, like where we're from. You know, we got a, we got a stigma that, um, you know, that is really racist back there and they don't care. But look who was some of the first ones who step up and, and, and have a voice, you know, and, yeah. and no, it wasn't going to be all of them, but if you get two darn people from Eastern Kentucky and the rural areas, of Eastern Kentucky to go out and, and do something and, and they're, and they're uh, not African-American or some minority and they're white and they go out and do something like this to bring, uh, you know, equality to, to all human race. That's huge. <laughs> that is, yeah. That's very, that's huge. And, and, and for places that's dominant, like you said, in Corbin in 1919, like 
for places like that to do to make change i mean my goodness man uh you know you have to be awoken to understand like hey these people are tired like uh these people understand like this is not this is not back in the day these is our community this is our community and i think that's more or less what it is now we have communities that have been living together for so long now back in our area you know we know no different <laughs> you yeah. know it may be still in the back of their, some heads and something like that but I can tell you right now, I can go back up in any holler where I'm from and and not one word is said to me, you know, yeah. uh, and 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 I'm going to tell you right now, back home, they'll send every one of their kids to me before they would, uh, you know, a white head coach besides, you know, Philip Haywood or one of those or something like that before they would, you know, anybody. And that just shows yeah. you how far we have come. I was a second I was second African-American head coach in Eastern Kentucky history. And I'll, wow. I'll become the head coach at Phelps, Kentucky, where they zero African-Americans live in that community. Zero. And, you know, oh. and the first African-American head coach in the 80s, now listen to me, in the 80s was a, was uh, from my neighborhood. He was from, he was my neighbor. Actually, my coach was Butch Joplin. And he was the head coach at Phelps High School. And they were zero African-Americans in, in the whole community. You know, so that that goes to show you, you know, it's just it's only it's really about, you know, how the people feeling and, and things like that. But to have only two in the history of all the time we've been doing this and all that, that was one of the biggest reasons why, you know, I've, I've uh, been trying to get this uh, minority coaches association uh, up and re uh, ready to go because we got some young minority coaches coming up that that can make a, a, a major impact. All right. We're going to take a break right there and pick it back up. Uh, with Minority Coaches Association that David is trying to put together. Uh, we'll talk about that when we return here on Locked On Kentucky. I know you're trying to save money. We're all trying to save money right now. And there are really good ways to do it. One of them is, is taking care of your car yourself. Don't go to the big chain store, auto parts store, and try to buy a part you're looking for, a fuel pump or a carburetor or whatever. If you go to that big chain store, they're going to charge you a lot more than you should be paying. I don't know if you know this, but uh, several of those, those chain stores, they charge customers, consumers more than they charge uh, like, like uh, dealers. Like if you're a professional mechanic, they have a rate for a professional mechanic. RockAuto.com does not have rates for professional mechanics it's the same the same prices for everyone you don't have to be a member not like you have to buy a, a card or pay a membership or any fees and dues you could go to rockauto.com and get the cheapest price possible on well every auto part your car would ever need uh, another thing when you go to an auto parts chain store you're going to go in there and you're going to say well i need this for this year car and make and model. And then the guy behind the counter or woman is just going to look it up for you. And then they're most likely going to tell you, well, we don't have that in stock. We'll have to order it for you. Guess what you're doing with rockauto.com. You're looking it up and you're ordering the part, except now you're cutting out the middleman and you're paying less. I, I don't know what you, why you would go to the auto parts store anymore when you have rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Be sure to tell them that Locked On Kentucky sent you. 
You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Okay, we're back here on Locked On Kentucky, and we were talking with former Kentucky Wildcat David Jones, currently the head coach at Bourbon County High School, uh, and he was he was talking about uh, this organization uh, he, he just started talking about an organization that he's trying to start, uh, that he's, he's gotten going, uh, and explaining some of the reasons behind it and what its mission will be. It's Minority Coaches Association, and we pick back up with David right there. The message is on that is not just for my, it's not just for, you know, the African American. I'm trying to bring us all together and have one voice. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, because I'm saying if you had, if you're at a school and you have uh, a white head coach, you and you have some African Americans on your team. You don't have no African American assistance. Something you can contact us. We we're your middle guy. Contact us. Bring one of us in and talk about you know racism. You know and and that's gonna be the that's gonna be the piece to the puzzle for all of us coming together as one and and, and talking about the issue because it's gonna take it's gonna take the the schools with less diversity on their team and in their school to make this thing happen and make this thing work because that's right. Right. Heck at Bourbon County, we got, you know, we, we got Hispanic, we got African American, we got Caucasian, we got them all. Uh, we got a lot of biracial kids, uh, you know, and and so they literally don't see that. Like we, (laughs) that's, they don't see that. And, but when we go play these other schools, you know, we, we get people talking uh, to our Hispanics differently or talking to our African Americans differently. And not only that, our Caucasian kids, they call them names for being associated with it. So it has to get started within those schools that has less diversity uh, on the team or in their school. Yeah. I mean, we've heard, um, I won't get into specific incidents or whatever, but we've, we've seen it over the years uh, where, where even just white high school athletes have said some things, um, derogatory things. And I mean, Kentucky as a whole is not, you know, not nearly as diverse as say, you know, Georgia. I lived in Columbus, Georgia mm-hmm. for for three years. The white population in Columbus, Georgia is forty four percent. So you know, it, it's different there, much different. You look at, uh, for example, for people listening to this podcast uh, who live in Lexington or been to Lexington, Lexington is seventy five percent white. Right. So and e- and even the African American community, it's fourteen percent. Right. And then seven percent Latino. Yep. So. That's still not um, a huge population. Um, So when you go out into rural Kentucky, uh, definitely uh, less diverse. And you're talking about, uh, say, you have a team where there's maybe one or two black players on the team. And and that's it. Mm -hmm. And or maybe one Latino. And none of the coaches are black or Latino. And there's no diversity there. And the group you're forming uh, of minority coaches, mm-hmm. you want to be able to offer to them the opportunity to reach out to you for assistance in communicating. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And, and, and it's going to be with communicating and I want to take the, the minority coaches that's coming up, you know, like myself, I have Philip Haywood, you know, he's the all time wins coach state of Kentucky. He's respected all over the freaking country, you know? <laughs> so right. I was blessed enough to have him and, and, and and he was very comfortable. He knows how to coach African American kids. Hell, he's had all kinds of them. Uh, you know, he and he knows he knows how to coach us, and he's not afraid to talk to us. And you know, he was, and you know, he told me, you know, you have to carry yourself a different way. And you know, and and I really it really opened my eyes whenever 
if I started my coaching career anywhere else, but in, in my hometown or whatever, I wouldn't have been able to make it like I've done, uh, regardless mm-hmm. of my name, regardless of what I could bring to a program, regardless, I wouldn't have been able to make it. And that's, that's strictly because I was, a, I'm an African-American, uh, a guy. Uh, so, uh, you know, with that, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to be at, I wanted to be that big brother or that that mentor for these minority coaches coming up. I want to teach them, hey, you need to learn how to dress whenever you're going to, to these interviews. You need to learn. You need to know how to talk to these uh, to the committee when you're going in there talking to them. You need to learn how to, when you're posting and talking, your personal life need to stay your personal life. You need to you need to separate. That's all these things that I'm saying that you know as minority coaches don't know that coming up. Uh, and right. I think if we're a big voice within that and, and things like that, a lot of, uh, you know, the you'll see change within, you know, seeing a lot of minority coaches and, and, and things like that. And it's not just for Kentucky or high school. I'm trying to help these these minority guys get out into the, uh, a different world. I was on a conference call or a Zoom meeting uh, the other night with the with the minority coaching group of uh, of California. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a former teammate, Drake Davis. um uh, sent me some information. He coaches in California and, and he sent me some information. So I got in it and, you know, I'm, I'm in here and I'm listening to uh, a Polynesian D line coach from BYU. I'm listening to uh, the head coach uh, at, at the university of Washington. And I'm listening yeah. to Willie uh, target from uh, he's at FAU now and formerly at yeah. uh, Florida state. And I'm listening to all these guys and they're just talking about, you know, unity and, and, and coaching and, and things like that, connections and, and, and all this and all that. So, you know, I got a, a lot and I expanded my horizon to not just focus on getting a little bit here, here, here. I want it to be out there. You know, we had, you know, Caucasian guys on, on the Zoom meeting trying to get info and stuff. It is it's just wonderful, man. Like the, the things that you can do if you come together and just have an open mind and, and be willing to just learn. Um, I, right. I, I, I'm, I'm African-American and this is, you know, and, and this stuff is about myself. And I was confused about a lot of things. What I did, I went back and talked. I taught myself and I, 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 you know, I went, I wanted to get um, some info from different people, different people's perspective to have an open mind to really understand what's going on, you know, yeah. because I wanted to do my part. And I think my part is, is helping these young men, but uh, you know, coming up in 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 my program and things like that, and just spreading a positive message. And, and you know, I think if us as coaches, we can get out and we can spread our positive message through our kids and those who look up to us and stuff. I mean, we can make the world a better place. We just got to do our part. Yeah, I mean, if if you're able to ha- have more diversity in positions of leadership, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's going to make. A difference in my mind. Absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, that's one of the problems we have. I mean, just with the NFL, Absolutely. You just look at right now. When we continue with David, we're going to take another break. But uh, when we come back, his advice to white people out there who are wondering, well, what can I do for Black Lives Matter? What 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 is your advice be uh, to white people who aren't sure how to go about supporting the movement or what what's enough or what's not enough? What what do we need to do? David Jones is going to tell uh, tell you what, what he believes uh, would be the next steps uh, for white folks uh, to help change this country for the better. 
I know you've been, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I talk about this all the time. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's Built Bar. And I say that because it really is the best uh, protein bar that I've ever tasted. It's the closest thing to a candy bar. Seriously, there's all kinds of great flavors. I like the chocolate orange. I like the chocolate almond coconut. I like the chocolate peanut butter. Blueberry lemon is really good. The banana bread one, I couldn't even believe it. All of these bars, every one of them, all the flavors, there's 16 like standard flavors. And I think they have a four more limited edition flavors does Built Bar right now. But all of all these protein bars are covered in 100% chocolate. And they have several varieties that include uh, nut flavors, like peanut butter brownie. But if you have a nut allergy, no worries there. They have at least eight flavors that are nut-free, produced in nut-free facilities. And then the best news, uh, beyond tasting great, is that you get your protein. They have higher protein than the leading protein bar brand, high fiber, lower carbs, lower sugar, low calorie. It's what you need for being on the go, and they taste great. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. We're back here on Locked On Kentucky, and now we finish our conversation with former Kentucky Wildcat uh, and current Bourbon County head coach, David Jones. Uh, What is your advice um, to, to white people who, who want to support black lives matter, like, and, and uh, maybe also just are, uh, apprehensive or just kind of like, well, I don't want to get involved or, you know what I mean? Right. You know, it's, uh, what is your advice? Honestly, as just like myself, man, um, I had to go myself because I wasn't comfortable speaking on, on something that I didn't know much, not much, but I didn't know facts. And, and, yeah. and when it comes to facts, you have to know facts. So you're comfortable at posting about it be, and, 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 and all that. But I'll tell you this, the number one thing they have to be willing to do is be willing to take some type of backslash. Cause once they get out there, you're not, you're not going to have everybody uh, agreeing with you. And that's just how, that's just us as humans. Uh, yeah. you know, it's just like, it, you know, we, you can't save everybody's life. It's just how it is. Um, <clears throat> but my thing is I, I would, I would tell you, you know, and, and everyone to just, you know, have an open mind, listen to, listen to what, you know, really, really listen. And, and if you have a, but in that conversation, there's something wrong. If you really, really listen to, to that, and if you love them, you'll listen to them anyway. Just find somebody you really trust and just listen to them, listen to their views. And you will see that, you know, it's not just Black Lives Matter or, or and things like that. Because every time you throw Black Lives Matter, they throw out Blue Lives Matter. I've never, mm. I've only, only, only uh, blue person I've ever seen was, uh, you know, in uh, Eastern Kentucky, I think in Bell County, and they had a pigment, their skin was messed up. And I've never, <laughs> I've never, you know what I'm saying? So I've never seen. A blue person. Now, right. do their lives matter? By golly, yes, they do. Because number one thing is, I have family members. Man, Eric Scott, he's a chief in Berea. He's my yeah. teammate. I love him to death, man. And and there's some great guys out there. Dallas Greer. There's some great guys out there. And and I've had several cops have been big impacts on my life, and still to this day, you know, 
um, but at the same time is it, you know they're not getting they're they're the bad ones in it is 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 what we're fighting for and that's the police uh, brutality and not only that you know the uh, the injustice of our system that we got um but just man just have an open mind about it uh and and if you're not very comfortable speaking up on it and, and all that just you know don't say anything at all but reach out to your friends that that's a minority or, or whatever and, and let them understand look i don't really understand and i don't want to post about something i don't understand but i want to let you know that i you know if you need anything just give me a call you ain't got to even say you back us just if you need anything give me a call i just want you to know i, I got you you know and, and that's yeah that's literally it you know i've had I, I couldn't even tell you the messages and all this uh that i've had and and, and throughout all this you know um you know and, and 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 literally if you're if you're a white person don't feel guilty all white people is not racist <laughs> you know like, right and right. that's not what we think or anything like that uh, at, at all you know we we just want you to you know i know a lot of people hear that um my humble cry and and, and things like that you know you, we just want you to hear us uh, we yeah. just want you, you know, and you don't even have to understand it. Just hear our pain and don't make those negative comments about, well, they need to erase your history or they need to, or, or he, mm. or he had a record that, that still don't validate that this, this man got killed, uh, you know, openly, right. <laughs> you know, they right. still don't erase that Emmett Till, you know, he got brutally, uh, slain for, allegedly whistling at a, a a white female and this cat was a he was a young kid and and then after everything said and done then they found out it was a lie like you know mm. what i'm saying so it, it right you right. know we've been hurting for a very 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 long time 400 plus years now uh, we've been hurt for a long long time and, and you know just just having that peace and that um uh within within yourself to understand that you know, there's there's something not right here, and 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 if we all follow a Christ, you need to understand that, um, you know, uh, Christ wasn't white, nor was he black, um, and nor do they give a race in his uh, in the in the Bible. But the one thing they do say is human race, and that's one race. There's no race in the Bible, um, and if we could just come together and and do some things like that, you know, I think that you know it'd be a better place, better understanding, um, but i think for sure right now we're in a, we're in a great process right now we're things is moving forward um you know a lot more speaking out um and a lot more st uh, starting to understand and i think they're doing that because they're actually uh, teaching getting taught themselves but yeah. i will tell you this if you are any man woman anything that's in a power of position to make a difference and people will listen to you your words will your words is everything how you use them, how they come off, um, and you know, and if they come off with hatred, those who follow you will will, will bring hatred. They come off as yeah. positive, those who follow you will come off positive. I mean, I have my whole football team is wanting to do something, and we're going to get together and we're going to do something. And I've not once talked to them about it, not one time. They come to me because they see me out here in the media and stuff like that, speaking nothing but positivity. And, right. and things that even though that I, I am I'm crushed and I'm, I'm I couldn't even describe to tell you how mad I am and and things like that but um you know 
and and, and not only that you know I've, I've gotten death threats and stuff uh it, it's been crazy it's been a crazy crazy thing uh mm. and, and, and and you know and i got death threats of speaking of positivity and unity and unity but you know no one is willing to uh when you're not willing to do that that they're the issues and i think a lot of those cats is getting exposed now and and it's not and it's not uh it's not going to be it's going people's going to be scared to be racist again just put it that way well that would be nice yeah Um, it felt felt like there was a time there where we were headed that direction where it was it it wasn't cool to be racist it wasn't okay and if you were racist you just then you kept it to yourself and um that's changed that has definitely changed recently where it's uh it's out there and it's like uh, I'm racist and I'm proud. We're seeing, yep. We've seen way too much of that stuff. I'm starting uh, to see a lot more. I'm I'm starting to see a lot more people now. They're going to start that stuff again. They're putting rebel flags in the back of their trucks, and mm. I can care less about the American flag putting it on your truck. That's that's what we represent, you know. By golly, that's what I'll be putting on. But they're 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 trying to take a different stance to this and and put a rebel flag up, you know, and if they want to get quite frank with it, those are the ones that fought against us. <laughs> yeah. and, but they see, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't know their history and things. And, you know, you, you have people and people is so intimidate of you. If you know, if you know history, if you, if you just educate it, um, I've had several uh, spoke to me. And then when I spoke to them about a situation and, and speak and everything, they're like, they're very intimidated. And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? Like, they're just intimidated. It's crazy. And I'm just like, you know, educate yourself, uh, you know, and just 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 educate yourself so you'll know and you can, uh, you know, speak truth. Yeah. Well, hey, David, thank you so much. It was great uh, to talk with you about all of this. Um, you have a unique perspective on it. And um, I'm so glad to hear that you're you're organizing mm-hmm. with the Minority Coaches uh, Association um, and best of luck. Uh, going forward with that as well. And, and once again, just thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Lockdown Kentucky. Appreciate you guys. Anytime, I'll definitely get back on here. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, David Jones, former Kentucky Wildcat and current Bourbon County head football coach. Well, just a wonderful conversation with David Jones. I tell you, he is he's a really nice guy. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't meet a better guy, a more genuine guy, uh, truly uh, just has a good heart cares about people and uh he's an amazing person all the way around just mentally tough uh very accomplished and obviously what he's doing as a leader with the minority coaches association in addition to being a football coach uh and you know molding young men uh, you couldn't ask for a better coach like for someone uh for your kid to look up to and learn from than david jones and we're so grateful he was able to give us give us an hour so i could uh, turn this into a couple episodes of locked on kentucky We will be back with another episode on Wednesday, and Kyle will be back with me. Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. He spoke to several U.K. basketball players' parents about the Black Lives Matters movement and how they feel about the way John Calipari has responded. Calipari's been out front about it. He's been very vocal. Uh, So we'll we'll discuss that when when you hear us again on Wednesday with another episode of Locked on Kentucky. Until then... Tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On NFL. Thanks for listening. You are Locked On Kentucky, 
Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.